how do you stay motivated through all the challenges of a weight loss journey? Especially when you start thinking, I want to lose weight, but I can't see myself at my ideal weight. There's so far to go. And you find yourself questioning if the effort is worth it. Here's what I learned that helped me lose over 100. Three, two, one, let's go. Ain't no limit. Tell them there ain't nothing stopping you. Taking off, weight loss made possible. Plenty ups and downs, but she won't fail. Lucy, show them how to reinvent yourself. They say life is a challenge and you can't overcome it. It don't matter what happens. You ain't stopping for nothing. Do it like a boss. Hey, you know what we about to do? Take off, weight loss made possible. Let's go. Want to learn how to lose weight from someone who has done it before? Subscribe now. Welcome to the Weight Loss Made Possible podcast. I am your host, Lucy Laramie. When a semi-truck rushed into my car and flatlined my life as I knew it, the recovery heaped an additional 60 pounds onto my lifelong battle with my weight. You know how kids get a bit too heavy to be carried? The extra weight I lugged around was equivalent to constantly holding three small children. My weight loss journey empowered me to lose over 100 pounds and keep the weight off for over five years. Yet, it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked confidence in who I was and what I could do. Fast forward past many failed attempts and the lessons learned and you will see the version of me today that looks better, feels better, is healthier, and has more freedom. I created the Weight Loss Made Possible podcast to share stories and lessons learned from my journey and to give you simple strategies to help you forge your own path to success. If you want to become the champion in your weight loss story, you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Have you ever had trouble finding the right size clothing? Finding the perfect combination of size and style that fits well and is on trend can be challenging. When you value individuality, your clothing gives you a chance to express yourself. If you have struggled with your weight, you've probably received unwanted attention or comments. Clothing should emphasize your personality rather than your weight issue. This is something that I struggled with, especially as a teenager. There were still catalogs for clothes in the late 1990s and early 2000s. Does anyone remember one called Helia's? Imagine flipping through a magazine with an Instagram-worthy outfit on every page. If you had entered my bedroom at the time, you would have seen cut-up images from the catalog taped on my wall with unique style ideas. In particular, there was a super cute dress from the catalog that I really wanted to buy and wear to a school dance. However, the catalog only offered up to a size 12 and I was a size 16. All those images pasted on my wall were a pipe dream. Wearing what I wanted felt so close and yet so far away. 
The desire to express yourself is one of the most important things for teachers. Yet my options are pretty limited. Retailers seem to ignore and shun my size, making my personal style seem like a daydream. When I would visit my grandmother over the summer, she would often take me shopping for clothes and was really supportive of fostering my self-esteem. When I told her about the dress I so badly wanted, and when we couldn't find anything that fit, she solicited the help of a friend of hers who was a seamstress to make me one. It wasn't exactly like the dress in the catalog, but it fit and it was unique to me. And it saved me from going shopping with most of my friends who were smaller than me. Most of my friends would be looking for the perfect dress while I was just looking for anyone that would. If you're like me, then there may have even been times you didn't want to shop with people who were not a similar size to you because it just exacerbates the issue of feeling self-conscious and embarrassed. It's true that plus-size clothing market has come a long way compared to what it was. But there was a time that Lane Bryant was one of the only options on the market. And did you know that Lane Bryant actually began in the early 1900s on a $300 loan with the intention of selling maternity clothing? At the time, maternity clothing was almost non-existent, with most women altering existing clothing. Yet, when the owner began speaking with women that came to her shop, she realized many were actually coming to the shop because they could not find plus-size clothing. The owner pivoted to find ways to serve that market and resulted in the financial success of Blame. Although there is still room for growth, there has been a tremendous evolution of plus-size clothing in mainstream fashion in the past 10 years. However, for many years, there was only one shop in town that catered to plus-size women, and that was Lane Bryant. Stepping into a Lane Bryant store was always a strange juxtaposition. On one hand, it felt empowering to find clothing that could fit and didn't look like wearing a band with a tacky, outdated floral print on it. Yet, on the other hand, there was also an unsettling feeling like, this is the only place where that fat people can shop. Yet, opening the door and stepping into a store could allow you the opportunity to feel like, I found my tribe. When I'd go to the mall in my younger years, it felt off-putting to search the racks for something that could possibly fit while the girl next to you was sorting through the endless things that fit, just trying to find what was a good fit for her personality. It's a totally different shopping experience. And when shopping at Lane Bryant, you knew that the girl next to you had likely experienced the same challenges as you. And there was some sort of unspoken camaraderie. And there I was on a hot day in August, 
Pushing open the door to a Lane Bryant store located in a nearby strip mall. As I stepped from the summer heat into the refreshing store air conditioning, one of the songs from their This Body Rocks playlist on Spotify could be heard through the store radio. It's a playlist full of those girl power songs about confidence and empowerment. And that's what I was humming along to in my head while I looked through the store. Lane Bryant has been known for running campaigns that spoke to the heart and soul of women that struggled with their weight. When you push open the door to the store, the vibe felt different. Like, I'm accepted here. They understand my struggles. They get me. When you walked into the store, you didn't need to have a conversation about your knee-high boots not zipping up all the way or about your thighs not fitting into slim-fit skinny jeans. In many ways, Elaine Bryant was like an old friend and I felt comfortable and at ease as I browsed the store. How is this trip to Lane Bryant different than all the other trips I had made to the store in the past? It wasn't on my conscious mind at the time that this would likely be one of my last trips to a Lane Bryant store. One of the things I looked forward to in my weight loss journey was the opportunity to expand the clothing choices available to me. And it was my intention that One day, I would part ways with my old retail friend. One of those, it's not you, it's me type of thing. This time I stepped into the store, I had already lost over 60 pounds and was about a size 12. There were still some clothes in the store that fit, but most of the items were just a bit too big for me. It hadn't fully struck me that I was at a crossroads with my retail friend when I entered the store. And it was not my intention to enter the store as a way to close a chapter. So why was I there? Having a large chest most of my life meant finding bras was no easy path. At the time, Lane Bryant still had one of the best sports bras on the market that had really worked well for me. And I was there to stock up. The visit to the store revealed that they were going to discontinue the bra and I was having trouble finding what I needed. In need of help, I searched for a retail associate that could assist. And as I walked up to one of their few retail associates on shift, she gave me just a blank stare. Maybe she was just having a bad. So I asked the other associate, she says, I'll be with you just as soon as I help another customer. Okay, that's reasonable. But after the associates helped and greeted three other people that came in the store, I realized something was amiss. And I was clearly being disregarded. What subsequently transpired and was said made it very clear that I was being discriminated against for weighing less. They wouldn't even unlock a dressing room for me. It's important to say that what occurred was not a reflection of the store and its intended culture, but how the situation was handled was a clear reflection of the character of those close-knit associates that I encountered. Yet, 
this story isn't really about those associates and their shitty attitudes. It was about me, where I was at in that place of my weight loss journey. The problem is that in many ways, my mentality was still that of a fat girl just in a smaller body. When I took a leap of faith to change myself and my life, my energy was so focused on running away from where I was that I hadn't paid a lot of attention to where I was running to. And one of the things that I was running from was the feeling of not being respected and valued. There was this subconscious misbelief that as I lost weight, I would gain respect and value. And quite frankly, those girls' complete lack of respect and regard for me came as a shock. This is a problem because if you believe acceptance comes from outside of you, a tremendous amount of pain and frustration is created. If you allow other people to define your value, you will always be chasing your self-worth. Let me say that again, because it's so important. If you allow other people to define your value, you will always be chasing your self-worth. Acceptance is a precursor to finding self-love and happiness within ourselves. And it's a critical ingredient to a successful weight loss journey. My promise to you is that if you focus on self-acceptance, you will achieve more success and satisfaction on your journey. Acceptance isn't about erasing or forgetting the hurt. It's about reframing your experiences so that they add depth and meaning. Self-criticism is a well-known struggle, yet very few people choose to stop running from the problem and confront it. Yet confronting it is what changes you and the world you see around you. Many people believe that food is the critical battle on the journey. But one of the hardest parts for me was looking in the mirror and dealing with the part of myself that was asking, do I deserve these results? Do I deserve to become the person that I imagine I could be? When I started my weight loss journey, I was running from the hell of being a version of myself that I didn't want to be. Yet I hadn't given as much thought to where I was going. And this moment of confrontation in the Lane Bryant, where I truly saw my reflection and realized that I had become a different person in a different body, had me stopping dead in my tracks and thinking, if I lose the weight, then who am I? This is the moment in time I stopped dead in my tracks to begin to shift to defining my own worth. This identity crisis was harder than saying no to a slice of cake or burning a few extra calories. And it's the thing that halts the progress of a lot of people. These aren't easy questions to answer. From my experience, some sort of an existential crisis is a byproduct of a weight loss journey. And 
how you cope with that crisis can make or break the results that you get. So how do you love yourself with all of the flaws that exist within you that the journey can constantly bring to your attention and ask you to transform? It's not an easy task. And if you are in the process of a weight loss journey, I am sending you love and support. And if you are considering it, I'm here to tell you that despite the challenges and the dark places within yourself that you must navigate to complete the journey, that the end result is worth it. You come out the other side, not only with improved physical health, but with greater emotional strength and resilience. And how exactly do you do that? This is what I have learned from the journey and can share with you today. Remember how at the beginning of the episode, I talked about trying on a lot of clothes to find out what fits? This is essentially what your journey is like. And as you find out what works and what doesn't, you slowly forge your new self. How do you get to that point where you can look in the mirror with a smile and say, hell yeah, that's me and I'm proud of it. So many people believe that this happens at the finish line of the journey. And what I have learned is that it actually happens much earlier in your journey as it will fuel your success. There is nothing that can stop you when you have the power to look at your flaws and feel strong enough to transform them. What do we often do when we want to solve a problem? We jump on the internet to get a quick answer. But the problem is, is that there is not a lot of authentic advice on the internet about major weight loss. On my own journey, there wasn't a single person I knew that had completed a major weight loss transformation that I could go to for guidance and support. And if you Google things like self-love and self-acceptance, literally every article in search results says that there are a minimum of 20 things you must do. And with such a long list, it starts feeling like you are being asked to hop on one foot while you tie your head and rub your stomach at the same time. Not an easy task to sustain. This is what I ultimately discovered. Self-acceptance and self-love is rooted in self-gratitude. And I really discovered this when I started keeping a gratitude journal. For every journal entry, there is a prompt at the top of the page that simply says this, why am I grateful today, more or less? Let me ask you this. If you were to answer that question right now for yourself, what would your answer be? Why are you grateful today, more or less? Hold that thought in your mind for a moment. Here's what I noticed about the journal pages in my notebook as they started to fill up. My entries were almost always external. I'm grateful for this thing that happened to me or for this person who lives in my life. 
Now, the thing that popped into your mind that you are grateful for, was it internal or external? I've seen a lot of people grateful for things that happen to them and forgetful of things that happen through them. Well, you cannot control everything that happens to you. You can control the things that happen through you. When I noticed that almost everything written in my journal was external, I said to myself, I'm going to start shifting how I write in my journal. I'm going to focus my entries on only things in which I have influence. This is hard. And often I would sit there stuck, feeling unsure of what to write. When that happened, I knew I was on to something. And as I continued to force myself to complete the task, I could feel a shift. As an example, if you're a parent, are you grateful to be a parent? Or are you grateful for how you show up as a parent? And what results from that? Was I grateful that I was able to spend time with someone I loved? Or was I grateful that I made the effort to make time for that connection in my life? Instead of a list of 25 things, the way you can make the biggest impact is to shift your sense of gratitude from external forces to the internal influence that you have. This is how you step into your power on your weight loss journey. There's a quote that says this, gratitude doesn't change the scenery. It merely washes clean the glass you look through so you can clearly see the colors. And the thing is this, there is a direct correlation between motivation and how you see yourself. Are you showing up in black and white where you only see what you've done right and wrong? Or do you see yourself in vivid color where there is possibility in both your strengths and your weaknesses? If you want to stay motivated on your journey, you must focus on the things that happen through you and not to you. As I walked out of that Lane Bryant store that day, there was a choice point. Would I be bitter and resentful by being disregarded by two individuals who ultimately had no influence in power? Or would I choose to walk out of the door of that store loving two retail associates a little more than they deserved at that moment because I could understand their pain? It's this moment, you stop living your life based on what others think of you. The real journey begins. It's at that moment that the door of self-acceptance is open and I chose to walk through it and came out the other side a different girl. One of the biggest threats to motivation is uncertainty. And you can overcome this when you create certainty within yourself through radical self-acceptance. As we wrap up this episode, I want to share an excerpt from my gratitude journal to show this in action. Imagine shifting from writing things such as, I am grateful the cat was affectionate today to something that says, 
Today, I'm grateful to my commitment to develop my boundaries. This is a process that I wanted to be able to flick a switch and voila, it's done and set up. Determining what I want and need is a nitty gritty process. I'm thankful to myself for committing to the process as it will help me build a better me and life. The shift from I have to to I want to is an extremely challenging mindset shift. One day when my future self reads this, pause and reflect on who you are now because of who I am choosing to be today. Thank you, Lucy. This shift in self-gratitude gave me fuel to stay motivated on my weight loss journey. If this episode helped or inspired you, like it or share it so that the episode can reach and help more people. Also, if you're new here, you liked my vibe and want to be part of the tribe, don't forget to hit subscribe. I don't want you to miss out on anything that could help you find health and happiness on your weight loss journey. Until next time, don't give up on the journey. It's challenging, but it's worth it. See you next time. You've been listening to Weight Loss Made Possible. You want to learn how to lose weight from somebody who's done it before? Well, make sure you get your free copy of Lucy's favorite weight loss resources. Go to weightlosswithlucy.com and follow on Instagram for daily motivation at weightlosswithlucy.com. Time to make your weight loss transformation possible. Until next time, don't give up on the journey. Subscribe and hit the website and follow on Instagram. Let's go.